What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This is Jordan Stoltz, your host. Just a quick word that if you have any fitness questions, since today is a workout Wednesday, go leave a comment on today's episode at triplefpodcast.com. You'll see it right at the top of the front page when you go to that site. Click on the post and leave a comment with any question. Anything goes, and those questions will go straight to my email. They can be anonymous, or you can say your name, whatever you prefer. But I'll answer those in a future episode, so that will be useful for you to get your questions answered and useful for me to get more content that you guys are interested in. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for reviewing the show, and thank you for subscribing. Welcome to our new listeners. Today's a Workout Wednesday, the middle episode of the week where I talk about fitness. And today I'm talking about workout frequency, how many days should you work out, try to give you the best answer for that. Let's get down to it. This is the Triple F Podcast, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. It is a Workout Wednesday today. Workout Wednesday. Today I'm talking about workout frequency, just based on the question, how many days a week should I work out? Common question, and it's a loaded question too, because there's a lot of variables that go into it, a lot of mental aspects go into how many times you should train per week, a lot of experience-based Aspects go to that question, how long you've been training, what's your strength like, what's your conditioning like, what's your recovery like, what's your schedule outside the gym like, can you recover well, or is it a stressor in your life? These are all things that are important, and that question really is more complicated than it seems. Today, I'll kind of dive into that a little bit. I'm going to stick to the same kind of theme that I've been really trying to drill home to everyone that listens to this podcast, and that's really the consistency, sustainability uh, theme, pretty much, which is really the theme of almost all my Workout Wednesdays and a lot of my motivation episodes as well, that your fitness plan needs to be consistent and sustainable. That's really the first thing that goes into workout frequency. Is, Is it something you can maintain for a long period of time? Is it something that's sustainable for you? Is it hard to be consistent or is it easy? These are the things that really matter in fitness and in health. You could have the healthiest diet. You could have the best workout plan the burns the most calories ever. And if you can't stick to it for more than two or three weeks, then you need to figure something else out. You need to figure something out that you can make sustainable, that you can be consistent with. And a lot of that is discipline at first to make yourself be consistent with it, but a lot of it is in the plan. So if you have a plan that's too hard to stay consistent with when life comes up, right? So, you know, you have something come up at work, you have something come up at home, and if you can't stick to the gym during those times because your plan is too complicated or it requires too much time, then you're going to miss those workouts and then not be consistent in your plan. So that's really the important theme here. That's really the first thing I wanted to get into with this topic on how many days should I work out. It's 
all about the sustainability. If you can do your fitness plan for life, in my opinion, you could have a less than optimal plan and it's still going to be effective if you're doing it for such a long period of time. Keep that in mind as I go through the rest of this, that all these other variables are a lot smaller than just the consistency aspect of it. If you like to go seven days a week to the gym and you really see that as sustainable for you, go for it. If you see that you know maybe only twice a week is sustainable for you, go for twice a week. It's all about that and just keep that in mind. Something really common that is in gyms, in commercial gyms, something often that I see is really people being in there every day, not because they think that's sustainable, but because they think they have to go to the gym every day, work out every day for an hour, hour and a half to see results. If they're a guy, they think they need that for muscle growth. If they're a woman, maybe they think they need that for burning enough calories. There's a problem in that, right? This is really common. Something like, for example, body part splits would be an example of too many days per week in the gym. So you're doing chest on a certain day, back on a certain day, arms, legs, and shoulders, and all these body parts have separate days. For one, you're not optimizing frequency, the principles of frequency where you can, you know, your body part recover within like 24 to 48 hours, and then you're supposed to train them again for best muscle growth best muscle activation. If you're training each body part on a separate day, you're not necessarily getting that frequency. And as well, you know, that's not sustainable. So you have a body part on each day. If you miss a day here or there because it's hard to be consistent, then, you know, you're going a week or two without training a body part, and that's not good. It's too much time in the gym as far as the freedom aspect goes of your workouts. Something that I talk about a lot is freedom aspect of health and fitness and if you're spending too much time in the gym you're not living your life outside of the gym that's something i talked about last week if you missed that episode go check that out Uh, episode 23 of this podcast i talked about fitness outside the gym kind of how to bring that experience you get in the gym those skills those that strength that conditioning bring that outside the gym so you have a healthier more well-rounded life so you have fitness not just for your gym exercises if you're spending that long in the gym every week you know hours every single day that's too much time in the gym you're really limiting yourself for the things you can do outside the gym which is important for things you know it might not be the best for your bench press but it is the best for your social life it's the best for your for your other hobbies you have it's the best for your really your just overall well-being not only is it too much time in the gym, but it's too much time doing these exercises, right? It's not optimal for recovery. You're working your body every single day. Working out is good for you. Yes, training is important, but it is a stress on your body. That's something to really consider that when you weight train, what you're doing is you're making your body adapt to a stress, okay? So you're putting your body under something difficult that it has to basically adapt to. So you're telling your body when you you know, curl those 40-pound dumbbells, you're telling it that it needs to adapt to the stress put on that muscle of curling that heavy weight. And if you're spending every single day in the gym, that's not optimal for recovery. Your body's not going to have a chance to make those adaptions and to completely to completely recover from each workout. 
And then just to wrap it up, of course, it's not optimal for sustainability. Like I was saying, if you miss a day, then you're going that week without training that body part. It's hard to get in the gym every day. Maybe you could pull it off in college or maybe in high school, you could pull that off. But it's hard for your average person to get in the gym once you have a family, have kids, even stuff coming up at work. It's hard to get into the gym. It's hard enough to get in the gym as it is, let alone having to go every single day and making that part of your plan. So really keep those things in mind that there's more to your fitness than just getting in the gym and doing those exercises or training like a pro bodybuilder. You know, you you need to keep in mind sustainability, recovery from your body, and fitness outside the gym as well. And then way on the other extreme of the spectrum, you could go two few days per week, which would be maybe, you know, one zero to one times a week where maybe you're missing weeks here or there. Maybe you only can make it in once or twice a week. You don't really have a set plan. This isn't optimal either. It's not optimal for burning calories. You're not getting in there, getting enough exercise uh, throughout your day. The gym is a great place to burn some calories and to really work your body. And it's not optimal for muscle building, for maintenance of your muscle, because if you're missing the gym, if you're missing training certain body parts, you're going to get weaker in those areas. You're going to lose the neuromuscular patterns that you learn, and you're going to be more at risk for losing muscle in those areas if you have a lack of training there. This is something you see, you know, like weekend warriors, people that just come in, work out on the weekend, not optimal for performance, not optimal for fitness in the gym. This is common when people are trying to get into working out is maybe they become that weekend warrior that only comes in, you know, once a week. Maybe they come in kind of sporadically. The consistency kind of dies down eventually, and really why this is is because they'll start out on the other extreme that I already talked about. They'll come in, maybe it's New Year's, right? They have a New Year's resolution. They'll come in thinking, I got to work out every day. I'm going to go run on the treadmill for an hour a day. And then by February 1, that kind of dies out, and they lose that motivation to go do that. And then from there, they just kind of end up coming in once in a while, not getting enough exercise. So there's two extremes. You want to find the right balance in the middle. My general recommendation when I coach people or when I train people, whether it's online or in personal training or just giving out advice to people that ask, they'll ask how many days do I work out and usually I recommend three to four days per week. And there's a few reasons for this. For one, it's my favorite. And there's a few reasons it is my favorite. One reason would be that it's flexible. And I mean that basically in that, I mean that basically in that you can kind of jumble around your days. So say if you're training three days a week, you know, you could go Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, there's lots of different options. If it's four days per week, you have a little less flexibility, but it usually would go something like train on Sunday and Monday, take a rest, train on Wednesday and Friday, and you can jumble them around like that. So there's lots of different options to train if you don't have to train every day, and you can 
you know, you have three or four rest days to kind of put in there between the different workouts. I usually like a day between each workout or at least only if you're doing four days a week, only two of the workouts back to back, the other one's having a gap in between. Another reason I like this is it's easy to start with three days a week. It's easy to make plans for three days a week, especially if someone's making their own plan. So you're going, you know, maybe like upper body, lower body, upper body, or you're going a push, pull legs kind of thing. It's easy to make splits for three days a week. And it's really easy to start with that because you can schedule it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or if you want to do a workout on the weekend, do it on Sunday and you only have two more days in your work week to go to the gym. It's easy to start and it's easy to stay consistent on that when you first start. Not only when you first start, it's easy to stay consistent for a long time with that because it's so flexible. So three, maybe you eventually graduate to four days a week to get a little extra volume in there, but that's easy to stay consistent. If you get a workout in on the weekend, like I said, you only have a couple more days during the week to work out. Depending what your schedule is like, you might need to stick to the three days a week just so you can you know, have some rest days in there if you have to wake up early, catch up on a little bit of sleep. But it's easy to stay consistent with three days a week. A lot of splits I like to give people really favor this this strategy, even the four days a week. So like push, pull, legs, and then maybe another upper body day would be a good workout split. Maybe you're going upper, lower, upper, lower. That's a great workout split for uh, performance. And I'll go into workout splits in a later episode. I don't want to talk too much about that right now. I did mention frequency earlier, how if you go in too many days a week or too few days a week, you're not optimizing the rules of frequency as far as training your muscle groups as many times as they need per week to grow at the best rate. And three to four days per week really is great for this. It's really a great frequency tool. You might think you're not really training. Let's go with something simple. Let's go with biceps. Let's say if you're not really, you're thinking you're not really training your biceps twice a week if you're only going in four days a week and you're doing something like a push-pull legs, upper body. But if you think about it, pull day, you could do some bicep movements and any back movement is going to use your biceps. Later on in that week, maybe you do an upper body day and you work your arms again. If it's upper, lower, upper, lower, obviously you're doing upper body twice a week. You can work your biceps in any back exercise and in the arm exercise you add in. So these are great splits to optimize that frequency and optimize recovery. That's something that's hard to do. That's something that's kind of, it's really the it's really the golden idea there is to optimize recovery and frequency, which is really where people try to go wrong is to try to focus on one or the other. Too much recovery, obviously they're not in the gym enough. Too much frequency and they end up in the gym too much and hurting recovery. Now, a lot of people though do want to go every day to the gym. Okay, so that I I met a lot of people like this that if you try to cut back their workouts, they have a harder time staying consistent. So they'd rather make themselves work out every single day, whether it's in a home gym or an actual gym, make it a routine to stop after work. There is power in that routine, and I respect that. So there's some people that want to go every day. However, I'll never really recommend working out seven days a week with weights. I will recommend 
if they do really want to go every day and they convince me that's best for their sustainability, then I'll kind of prescribe some different things for them. So one of these things would be some light conditioning work, examples of this, uh, boxing, pushing a sled, maybe you're doing just a few hill sprints, maybe you're even just walking, going for a walk or a short bike ride, just some things to get some exercise, maybe work up a little bit of sweat, feel like you did the work, burn some calories, but you're not really harming your recovery. You don't want to do anything where you're going to hurt your recovery for the next day you're going to weight train. So if you did legs, if you did upper, lower, and then you had a conditioning day, you wouldn't want to do you know, a bunch of you know, 20 sprints and then do a lower body day the next day. That would be very harmful for your recovery and for your performance in the next workout. So keep it light, just some easy conditioning if you really want to get in the gym. Another thing you can do, which you could do at home or you could do in the gym is mobility work, which is usually what I recommend is like if you really want to go in that many times per week, go in and just do some mobility work. So you could do some soft tissue work, foam rolling, lacrosse balls, things like that. Or you could just work on your mobility in certain exercises. So maybe you have a hard time getting low enough in the squat. And on those days that you're technically supposed to rest, you could go into the gym and just work on that flexibility. So work on just having maybe an empty bar on your back and just trying to get a little deeper into the squat, doing some stretches that'll help that. And just keep on trying to progress in your mobility, do some stretches, do some active exercises, nothing crazy though. Maybe you're stretching out your chest by going a little wider on the bench press, but not going heavy. These are just different things you can do to, this is actually helpful. I will recommend this because you're going to increase your blood flow throughout those muscles. Maybe if you're a little sore, doing some mobility work will really decrease that. And it's going to just get a little more frequency in, even though you're not going heavy. Another thing you could do if you really want to go in those days, you really want to hit the weights, you really want to train, you could target some smaller body parts, target areas you need some improvement in. Now, this could be as simple as, you know, if you want those big guns, you could go in on those rest days and just do a few sets of curls, a few sets of tricep extensions. That's not going to hurt your recovery. That extra frequency is going to be fine. It's going to help your soreness, and it's really not going to harm anything. You could maybe do some band pull-aparts on those days just to work on the upper back work. If you feel like it's your legs, you know, target your calves a little bit, do some calf raises, jump rope, things like that. Just some light work. Keep the workout short and just target those smaller body parts that aren't going to hurt your recovery, but you think you need a little more work in. All right, let's hit this stuff Jordan loves. Stuff Jordan loves. So I've been talking about frequency, and then I mentioned mobility, about doing mobility on the days you have rest days from the gym. That got me thinking about a great mobility tool that is related to frequency of mobility. So if you know anything about mobility, or if you've tried to become more flexible, more mobile, you know if really if you don't use it, you'll lose it, and you need to be consistent with that work. A great tool if you're willing to pay for some workouts and pay for some mobility exercises, it's called mobilitywod.com. That's mobility, W-O-D, 
Com. This is a great tool I used for a while and got a lot of great ideas from. So this is a tool by a guy named uh, Kelly Starrett. Basically, it's daily videos that come out. You follow them, like you follow along with them. They're like 20 minutes long, and it's just a mobility workout for that day, focusing on different body parts every day. Great, great, uh, great idea, really, for getting people to do it with their mobility really nice to follow along with something if you're new to the mobility because it's easy just to kind of passively stretch so you're just kind of sitting there in that hamstring stretch it's it's harder to really work those tissues that's what he really focuses on is working the tissues i've talked about different mobility tools on stuff jordan loves before foam rollers um, rollers you can use with your hand different lacrosse balls softballs things like that and this is a great resource i guess you'd call it a good resource because they use all these tools use them the most effective way and really program the exercises well together so you can really work on your mobility perfect length for a workout if you wanted to do some mobility on your off days i recommend checking that out it's like 10 bucks a month if you're willing to pay that for the mobility work and you need a good head start in your mobility you'll definitely see results from it and you'll definitely reduce some pain I recommend go checking out Mobility Wad. Stuff Jordan loves. Workout Wednesday. Really, I just want to close this episode saying my whole theme again, which is to be consistent, right? If you're going three days a week, you're going two days a week, you're going four days a week, everybody's got to start somewhere. Don't be ashamed if your most consistent way to work out is two times a week that's fine. I mean, if you can still get those exercises in, that's better than not, right? If you get, if you have a terrible plan and you're, you can only go in on Sunday and Thursday, that's better than not doing anything. That's better than just watching TV during those times. So be consistent. And then when you do want to schedule your workouts in your day, so you decide how many days you want to start with, how many days you can be the most consistent, schedule those workouts as rocks in your schedule. Don't let anything move them. So by rocks, I just mean they're solid, right? Everything else has got to go around that workout. If you're too flexible with the time you're going to go work out, it's going to be way easier to skip it. And that's just a slippery slope. So don't even let that happen. Don't even let that slippery slope happen. If you're going to take out your workout out of your day as the first thing to save more time, you're in trouble. So schedule your workouts as rocks. Make them something that can't be moved and that can't be rescheduled. If you're going to work out from five to six, do it then and nothing else can be in five to six. Turn your phone off, do anything you need to so those things stay in your schedule. If you need to do shorter workouts for consistency, that's fine. My common examples usually with workouts going 45 to an hour and a half, and that's on the long side. That's what I would call a long workout. If you only can work out 20 minutes, that's fine. Like I said, a little bit is better than nothing, and you can actually get great results doing shorter workouts, maybe a little more frequently for 30-minute workouts a week, for example. That's a great great strategy. Maybe I can go into that episode or that topic in a later episode about how to use shorter workouts for for really good good progression in your exercises, not having to spend that much time 
Don't worry about it. Do what you can. Do what's sustainable for you. Biggest thing, like I always say, don't make fitness a stressor. Fitness and working out is supposed to improve your life. It should be something that makes you feel better, perform better, look better. And if it's a stressor, it's going to actually cause cause more harm than good. I will definitely say that if it's causing you stress to get to the gym, you need to figure out something else. Whether it's a home gym, whether it's moving other stuff in your schedule, don't let it become a big stress in your life. Our lives are stressful enough, and fitness should really be a release from that stress. That will do it for a workout Wednesday. What a great topic. How many days a week should I work out? I could talk about this for a long time, and really, everybody's different. Everybody has different schedules, different habits, different motivation, and all these things play as factors, right? All your things in your life will play as factors, your sleep you get per night, your family, the demands of your job, all these things will play into this. So everyone really is different. If you need some specific coaching, go to triplefpodcast.com and I sell coaching packages on there. So you can go, I think it's to either shop or products up at the top and there's some online coaching options kind of laying out the pricing and how they work. So go check that out. If you're interested, go over to triplefpodcast.com as well to leave any fitness questions. Just leave them as a comment on any post and they'll all go to my email. So it doesn't really matter which post you do. Leave a comment with any fitness question. I'll answer it in a future episode. I'll see you guys on Friday where it's a foodie Friday. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. This is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.